On this episode of the Big Stick Golf Podcast, we are getting you ready for this week's Zozo Championship being played in America this year uh, after not being able to travel to Japan due to COVID. But we're going to have the Zozo in America this year. We're going to get you ready for that. We're going to recap the uh, the big win for Jason Kokrak, his first win of the year at the CJ Cup. Uh, so congratulations to him. Sorry, it's not his first win of the year, his first win ever. Uh, so big, big congrats to him. Uh, before we get going, though, be sure to go check out our friends at Torchbearer Sauces. You can find them at torchbearersauces.com. Use the promo code 9iron at checkout. It's the number nine, the word iron at checkout. You get 20% off any of their delicious sauces. Highly recommend. Uh, also, be sure to follow us on all the handles, Big Stick Golf Official, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, be sure to follow us and, and you'll get all the, the latest from us. But that's it for us. Here's the podcast. glory. I mean, any tour event's a big deal to win, but to win a major is obviously another level. There it is! Can you believe it? Nick Baldo! Oh, man, that was so much easier than putting. I should just try to get the ball in one shot every time. Welcome to the Big Stick Golf Podcast! should play music all right everyone welcome into the big state golf podcast we are back another week as we prep i mean i'm just kind of considering this prepping for the masters in a few weeks but uh kind of a fun tournament we just had uh, again i'm john guest uh, joined here as always by c money carlton smith see how you doing man how, how's things going going good man still in just like you said we're still in masters mode we, we gotta just get there getting ready for it i know it's just i'm counting the days um for the fall masters but we had a fun cart tournament at the cj cup uh got a had a first time winner a guy who's kind of been on the radar jason kokrak um kind of got i mean i started noticing how he was playing kind of in the middle of last year uh i guess probably after covid shut things down and when they got back into the swing of things but he was kind of consistently on the leaderboard and then he kind of he became a value play on you know DraftKings and stuff like that so I, I remember drafting a number of times and I was kind of following him around. And, but I guess, you know, he shot eight under 64, the low tournament low uh, uh, this past week at the CJ cup ended up winning by two strokes over Xander Schauffele holding off, you know, Xander's a, that's a tough task. And he did, he took care of it. Birdied 18, uh, hit some clutch shots down the stretch. But I guess, I guess my first question is when you were watching him last year, uh, just kind of when he became on our radars and, and did you kind of expect, um, the trajectory to lead to him getting his first win this soon and, and uh, based on just what we've kind of seen out of him so far, tell me, give me your thoughts on just the, what the win may mean to him and, and what your expectations were. And was it a surprise or just stuff like that? I mean, he's, like you said, he's been kind of a, a deep DFS play, but uh, he was on that when we were doing that, uh, the dad bod versus uh, thick <laughs> yeah. boys. He was that's a, what he was it was. Yeah. Boys. yeah, that's he what was, it was. <laughs> he was that guy, yeah. but y'all were just a problems. big dude. Yeah, yeah. y'all were having problems narrowing down a list of thick yeah. boys. And <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like he's he's popped around a bunch of leaderboard boards since, uh, like you said, COVID came around. But yeah, first win. Congrats to him. Yeah, so I I have a feeling he's going to be there to stay. I mean, when I was watching him hit those shots down the stretch. That's kind of a kind of a staple for a guy when it, you know, or not a staple, but like a a, 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 cur- a precursor that you want to see, you know, guys in the in the in the swing of things. And he's in on Sunday. He's he's 
he's in contention and he's never won before. And you want to see guys hitting those clutch shots, like specifically the drive on 18. 18 was playing easy for him the whole week. He it was a short par five, but water all down the right, the whole way down the right side. If he hits a bad tee shot, he could get himself in trouble and cost himself the tournament. He just piped it right down the middle, flew the ball like 325, you know, had a wedge into the green on a par five, was able to, he, he would have been able to three putt for the win at that point. Ended up just hitting some clutch shots. So it was just really impressive to me, um, especially the guys that he held off. You know, Russell Henley was kind of in there. He, he hasn't – I don't think he's gotten a win yet uh, on tour, but he was playing really well throughout the week. Tyrrell Hatton's a guy who's been really on the rate, on the on the up and up for a while now, and he got some wins recently. And Xander Shoffley, of course, is, is a guy who's as a staple in the top ten at yeah. this point. So just uh, – I thought it was a really impressive first win. So, yeah, congrats to, to Jason Kokrak, a, a guy I think – I don't know. Do you expect him to kind of be on in contention for the foreseeable future? Is he going to be a guy that we, we see on the, on the leaderboards continuing moving forward, like, kind of like he has been recently? And do you, do you expect the consistency to, to remain for him? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a consistent kind of game. He's, he knows – he doesn't do anything outlandishly special or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if he wins another one in the next year, I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely. I think more, almost more than anything, I enjoyed watching the, just the, just the, the, the Shadow Creek, man. That, that course is just crazy. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Uh, if you, if you, did you see any of those air aerial shots of, uh, it's like kind of the surrounding area where it's just kind of the, the Vegas, desert. the Vegas <laughs> desert. And there's this but, oasis in the middle of, I think they built it 30 years ago or so. And it was just, yeah, it was a really cool course. I, I really enjoyed it. I hope they keep, keep playing there every year. It's, it's like, uh, I, I think it's a course that the guys obviously enjoy playing at, and, and it was cool to see on TV. It was just, it was just pristine. It was perfect. I couldn't, you couldn't have a, I have mean, a, yeah. What's our good? It's, it's one of those like maybe the tour decides to adopt this whole Vegas swing. And just, I, yeah, I dig it. Like this, um, you know, post tour championship, like kind of the beginning of the the next year in the fall, mm-hmm. um, where it's not scorching hot. Guys are more willing to go there. It's a good place to go, especially this time of year where it's getting colder everywhere um good good little swing there i, I like it I, I yeah there's plenty of courses in vegas to play and i it wouldn't i don't think the guys would mind uh, having a little enough dudes live out there now yeah but, yeah I, mean, I think that'll probably be the, the kind of a factor in in driving the, those you know those decisions i guess but um if it's become if it seems like it's a, it's becoming kind of a hub for golf and i guess maybe the next kind of like scottsdale or something maybe vegas is kind of turning into that as as their suburbs and stuff grow but yeah man cool course really cool to see i, I hope to continue uh, visiting that that Shadow Creek in, in the in the near future, but uh, okay. So, anything else you have to add to that tournament? I mean, it was it was a good tournament. I enjoyed watching it, but it's going to be a little bit bigger tournament this week. We got a bigger field, but before we get to the to the preview of the Zozo Championship, let's go ahead and uh, knock out our picks, man. Picks recap. So I uh, was the first clown of the year, which was very disappointing. I got none of my picks correct. Didn't pick the winner. Uh, obviously, are the best finish out of our winners, the best finish out of our sleepers, and my my cut or my lowest finish was was did pretty well last week so clown status for me Keish ended up getting um let's see he what did did Keish get yeah Keish had Tommy Fleetwood as the worst finish among the players we chose because there was no cut last week and he nailed that and then you ended up picking up two two uh picks you got Xander, I mean, Xander almost won for you, which would have been, I uh, just, you would have, yeah, kind of, been you nice. would have been able to separate yourself a little bit from the early, the early field, but you had a really nice pick there with Xander as your, uh, your winner almost nailed it. And then you had Shane Lowry as the best finishing sleeper and he nailed that one too. So we are looking at 25 points for you, 
Uh, Keish is sitting at 20, and I am sitting at 15, which in theory it sounds bad, but last year after what happened last year, uh, things are super tight compared to that. But uh, all right, stick around. We're going to make our picks for this week's tournament uh, later on, but um, that's where we stand as of now. All right, let's get into it. See, the Zozo State Championship. Uh, last year was the first year. It's a Tiger Woods kind of runs it in. I'm not sure if he hosts it or how it really works out, but the uh, last year they played in Japan. It's moving forward. That's where they're going to play every year. Uh, it'll be kind of a cool little little way for the PGA to kind of expand internationally and have a tournament in Japan every year. But this year, due to the COVID, you know, everything shutting everything down, they didn't want to have guys traveling to Asia, and they're going to just go ahead and um have it at sherwood country club this year it's, it's this it's where they used to have the the hero what was it the hero world challenge tigers tigers tournament from 2000 to 2013 um so the zozo championship in america this year pretty cool it's gonna have a really strong field uh tiger's back biggest name obviously uh he's, he's gonna gonna be back kind of getting getting in gear for the masters in a few weeks and he'll be in the field we've got dustin johnson is back uh after his wait that's not right He's, I'm looking at the wrong thing. He set the course record. So DJ's not back. Tony Finau is back after his little COVID stint. And that's uh, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. But strong field. We're going to have, oh, who else? Uh, yeah, just the same guys. Hideki, Hideki's there. Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rose, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Phil Mickelson. Uh, a lot Pretty of much everybody but Brooks yeah. and Bryson. And Brooks and DJ. Bryson, which is interesting. I'm not sure why they're not out there, but um yeah so big big names so uh i don't know what are you i don't this is going to be a cool course i really like sherwood um sherwood country club is fantastic so it's gonna be cool to watch again we're getting kind of spoiled with these with the with the vistas lately but i don't know, give me your thoughts what are you kind of expecting it's a it's a reduced field 78 players no cut again um kind of a more of a specialized field uh, i really i'm starting I, I, I like these almost these invitational kind of deals that like, hey, come on with it. No cuts, so everybody's in it. A condensed field, but it's not condensed talent-wise. Like, you've got the best players in the world here. This is – if last week's field was not the strongest, this one's – like, it's coming in pretty hot. So, um, not having DJ, not having Bryson and Brooks kind of stinks, but at the same time, we get Tiger this week. So, I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah, man, we're getting Tiger this <laughs> week. Um, I'm trying to think what – I don't really know – where we're going to i don't there's i I, i'm expecting guys to play obviously this is a big field i'm expecting maybe a a stronger field at the houston open the week before the masters um than normal uh but yeah so this is probably that's a big tournament so yeah uh this is probably the most it reminds me of like a a world golf challenge or something like that as far Mm -hmm. as how they how they develop the field so it's going to be a a stern test way to put it yeah yeah it's it's more like a world golf challenge and it's going to be a stern test for the guys um a course that has apparently five par fives so we'll we'll see how that plays out but and three par threes so that's interesting but um so we'll we'll maybe give a little bit of an edge to the guys that are bombing it obviously and i mean you mentioned to me earlier that a guy like Rory Rory bombs it but you what what was it what give me that stat again what what he's been He's doing. losing so many strokes with his irons right now so it's Guys that <clears throat> play really well and bomb it, but they can't really uh, get close to the hole, it's not going to help. But, yeah, Rory's struggling right on, right now with his iron, which is weird to see. But It's going to be something – I mean, yeah, you saw, I think it's something like he's losing around four strokes per 
is it per round? And that's, that's wild. And something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's gonna be something to watch for because he's got to get that in gear. If he wants to have a chance at the, at, in Augusta in a few weeks. And if you're not hitting your irons, if you're losing four strokes per round on your iron, you're not going to win any PGA tournament. Let and alone he's a still major. finishing like in the top 20 or something. Yeah. Nuts. But which, which is wild because you know, when he was at his peak a, a few years ago, you know, for a number of years, actually he, his iron play was, probably what was getting yeah was what was making it giving him the chance to win all those tournaments and then if he was ever putting well or hitting his driver well you know he it was a no-brainer Rory's probably going to win this but so it's wild to just hear that he's hitting his iron so poorly at the moment I don't know um if he's going to flirt with like maybe a club change or uh I'm not sure exactly what he's working on right now but it's going to be keeping on Rory this week see how he's hitting his irons and it's going to really have a lot of to do with how much of a chance he has in, in the upcoming tournaments but so it's, it's just crazy to see a top five guy losing four strokes per round uh, with one part of his game, let alone his again, part of his game that used yeah. to be the, the best part of his game. Um, all right. Anything else you have to add uh, before we, before we get going to our picks uh, we have, okay, let's, let's move on. So before we get going to our picks for the week, we have uh, be sure to check our friends out at Torchbearer sauces. You can find them at torchbearersauces.com. Go to use the promo code nine iron at checkout. The number nine, the word iron, get 20% off any of their delicious sauces. Um, also go check out our, all of our handles, big stick golf official. We are going to have our picks up for the week. Uh, we'll, we'll get our betting picks and uh, all that where, which we've, I can't remember what we did last week. I don't know if we hit big last week, but we've been doing really we well. Did. Almost yeah. did. We're doing really well with our picks lately. And uh, so be sure to check out that, that good stuff. And, Hopefully win everybody some money. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's get our picks in, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, so give me – let's see. Let's start out with uh, – I guess I'm in last, so I guess I'll go first. Um, all right, so winners, sleepers, and we're going to go again with the biggest name – or sorry, the, the lowest score for the biggest name since there is another not a, not a cut this week. So uh, I'm going to go with a guy. I mean, we just talked extensively about how much <laughs> his, uh, his iron play is hurting him lately, but I, I – you know, I can't – I just I, I can't imagine he's going to keep struggling to that extent for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to go ahead and just pick Rory, get my pick in there. Um, you know, if, if he keeps playing like the way he has been lately and keeps hitting his irons poorly, then that is a absolutely terrible pick. But if he gets it together and starts playing well, which wouldn't surprise me at all, you're going to see Rory close to the top of the leaderboard, I think. So I'm, I'm going to go with Rory as my winner. Um, give us Keisha's uh, winner pick this week. Daniel Berger. So it's – it's tough to go against that. I mean, Maybe. guy's a uh, super, super consistent. I, he hasn't done much. He hasn't made a whole lot of noise in in the recent few tournaments, I guess. But um, he's 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 looking like he's going to be a staple on the tour for a while. He's gonna, he's just consistent as, as as anybody. But good pick there from Keish. Uh, all right, so give us your winner. I'm gonna go with Tony Finau, and I know he's just coming off of COVID, so hopefully he's got his game together and has been you know, playing and practicing as much as he can. But the, the biggest factor for me is the whole, the par fives deal. Like mm-hmm. he's a guy that plays well on par fives and ball striking wise. He's, he's a creeper. That's he's creeping in on that top 10, top 15 ish in the world kind of player. And at some point he's got to win again to, to I know solidify it. So I want to, I want to not, I'm kind of rooting like, for him. So. Yeah. I want him to not be fourth round Tony or whatever the, yeah. the, the meme has become where he blows it. Maybe he, he just needs to make sure he's not winning after the third round, be like one back or something and yeah, and just <laughs> take, blow the, field take the pressure. Oh yeah. Uh, have you heard anything about how was he, I, I haven't heard anything about how, like, you know, how much it affected him, how much COVID was, 
I mean, if he's back already, I imagine it probably was yeah. pretty chill Which, for him. That was kind of is. I don't know the how bad Dustin Johnson's is, but I, that kind of surprised me when I, when I saw he and he called out early too. It wasn't like a a last minute kind of deal. So yeah, um, it affects you different ways. Yeah, I'm hope. Yeah, so it's for Tony. It seems like yeah, maybe he wasn't too affected. He probably was if he wasn't too fatigued and you know he he didn't have to lay in bed or anything. He probably was able to go get out and practice a little bit. So he, he may have a pretty sharp game, um, especially if he's he's willing to play this week and he's healthy and ready to go, then yeah, you got to hopefully trust that his health health is good and he's, he'll be sharp as ever. So yeah, could be a, could be a good pick. Also may not be a good pick. We'll see. <laughs> this is how things go. Uh, all right. So sleeper time. I actually feel really good about this sleeper pick. He was a guy who kind of came on the scene last week and I was surprised by his odds. I didn't look too deeply into why, but he's plus 10,000 to win. Uh, Brendan Todd, he, a guy who won, I think three tournaments last year uh, in the, in the 2020 season. Yeah, he was, like and player of the year competition yeah a there was a to, before dj yeah before dj kind of went off and then won the tour championship he was he was a guy that was being spoken about about you know having a chance to win it potentially but um guy yeah guy had a few wins last year i was surprised to see his odds as high as they were so i'm hoping it pans out brandon todd is my sleeper um that's that's my pick so give us uh keisha's pick uh for sleeper this week keisha's going with russell henley and he was I think he was a leader last week at the CJ Cup, so pretty good pick always, there. Man, I love seeing Russell Henley on the leaderboard because I've actually personally played golf with him. Uh, I had played in a yeah, – He's a Georgia boy, isn't he? He's in, yeah, Georgia amateur. I love. I have a good story about him. I, I played golf with him. It was a Georgia amateur qualifier um, in Savannah. We were playing somewhere outside of Savannah. Uh, the If you play well enough in the qualifier, you'll get move on to the Georgia amateur. Um, he was there – he had, I think he was in between his, he graduating high school and he was about to go to UGA for his freshman year. Um, and we were playing this in probably like June or July of uh, the qualifier. And he had a Team USA bag, uh, like Ooh. decked out full. It was awesome. I was just, I was jealous. I was like, dude, this bag is sweet. It was just USA bag, USA head covers, USA everything. Decked out, had his name on it, flag next to his name. I thought it was really cool. And my favorite part about it, though, was when I asked him, like, hey, man, this is our sweet bag. Like, what's up? Like, like, where, like what's going on? Are you like, and he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go play in the uh, the I forgot what the name of the Davis Cup, maybe the the name of the junior Ryder Cup, like the, the Ryder. Oh, Cup. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he was going to, to China. He was getting ready to fly to China like a week or a week later or something. Um, and he would but he was kind of like embarrassed about it like that's why I, that's kind of where not embarrassed but like I, I realized based off of how he was just talking about it he just he just kind of brushed over it he was like yeah it's cool like I'm you know whatever but humble guy real humble guy yeah he's really cool he, he had told me the day before he had been practicing for like four hours in the rain or something I think he would grew up somewhere near Macon and uh, mm -hmm. I was just like I was like damn man um but he, yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. So I, I'm rooting for him hard, you know, just personally playing with him. It was cool to, and it's just super cool to see. Uh, then we both went out and shot like, I beat him that day, but it was because he shot like 81 and I shot like 79. And it was just You awful. beat him. We so played terrible. We played absolutely terrible. Didn't have a good time, but, you know, it was cool to talk to him. I think one of our third guy didn't show up. So we, it was just me and Russell just chilling and playing that day. So that was, that was cool. Um, yeah, man, cool guy though. I'm rooting for him. Hopefully, uh, we'll see. I'm hoping his 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 career kind of takes off because he's a good player. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. But but all right, that's Keisha's pick, Russell Henley for the sleeper. So give us your uh, your sleeper pick. We're gonna take Lanto Griffin and a little T7 last week. So maybe I can 
he can keep on and keep yeah, that man, train been, rolling this week. He's been so. playing consistently. I, I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like guys like Brendan Todd and Lanto, I'm surprised to see their odds as high as they were. Uh, so that's kind of we. I think we both kind of jumped on these um, those sleeper picks because of probably just the same reasons. But those are both guys that I it wouldn't surprise me at all to see have a chance up down the stretch. So good pick there for sure. All right, so worst finish. Uh, I don't know if this is going to pan out, but this week, you know what? I just want to root against the guy that I don't like. So I'm going to go with uh, Patrick Reed for my worst finish this week. Um, you know, I, I, he's, he's a great player, so of course I don't, he may win the tournament, but I just, you know, I want a guy that I don't want to root for. So going with Patrick Reed, stupid logic, but I'm going with it. So <laughs> Patrick Reed this week. Uh, all right, so give us Keisha's worst finish. Hideki Masayama. I think that was your winner last week, so maybe he's on a trend. It was, and he finished like two over for the tournament, so uh, yeah, that, that's yikes. probably a great pick. Um, he's, he, yeah, he doesn't seem like he's been playing very well um, for a while now. We, you know, we kind of we 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 talk amongst ourselves in our like our group chat and stuff about him every once in a while. We kind of we like root for him and watching him play, but yeah, man, he hasn't been too impressive lately. So that's a good pick by Keish. Uh, a lot better pick than just me just not wanting to root for a guy. So a lot better logic there. <laughs> <laughs> all right so P- Hideki for Keish uh worst finish so give us uh your your worst finish well I was actually gonna I was thinking hard about taking Patrick Reed as my winner but I just couldn't bring myself to it but you uh, should have man that's our tradition yeah we, we pick yeah, the, we pick opposite like <laughs> no lie I was gonna actually I was thinking about Rory too with that whole iron stat but that just Rory's too still too good anyways he yeah. might finish top 10 yeah. regardless but uh for sure I'm I'm playing the uh catch him on the uh, downswing because I'm taking Tyrrell Hatton after <laughs> winning the BMW, an emotional win for him, a yeah. place he's always been. I finished. I finished. top three finish. Finished third like last that. week, yeah. But maybe, you know, maybe the, the juice is a little is, is running a little low this week, mate. I don't, we'll see. I don't want to pick him as my winner now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. He's He, he seems like he's really picking. He had a club throw last week, so that's always good to see. Yeah. Did it go like in? Did he throw it like? How how was it though? I didn't see it. Was no, it, like, it was it was like a. Was it, it an was, out of? Was it? Was it? Was nope, it, it was actually very majestic. <laughs> it was, it was an iron shot in the middle of the fairway, and he was holding his finish, and he just little just flick forward and. Oh yeah, yeah. Seven I, I iron like those. Down the, yeah, it I wasn't like, like a big like step through. He was in his finish and just chucked it. it yeah, was, those are my favorite. Probably my favorite throws because you you're swinging your you're in your one motion you're finishing your your swing and then you just kind mm-hmm. of as, as your arm recoils back you just kind of let go of the club and throw it in the direction the ball's going. Yeah, it was it was good. I like that. Yeah. It's a lot better than like, you know, getting furious and then chucking it and it may not go the right direction, it may hit someone in the crowd, may go in a lake, uh get caught in a tree, anything, you know, anything. Actually, I remember watching my dad throw a club when I was a kid into it, and it when it got stuck in a tree. He never saw that club again. It was, it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I was trying to send this uh, clip to you so you could see it, and I almost sent it to your dad. So. <laughs> hey, I didn't know you had my dad's number. That's what's up. I didn't either. So that's old Ken. I say it's majestic. It's good. But, uh, all right, I just got it. All right, I'm gonna watch this real quick. All right, everyone. Here's Tyrrell Hatton's audio of Tyrrell Hatton throwing this club. Oh yeah, he even he posed for the for the follow through yeah, on his club throw. That's what's up, man. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it wasn't an angry club throw. It was just a "What are you doing? Why are you still playing golf? Uh, what am I doing out here?" Like that kind of a like flabbergasted throw. He's he's out there wearing hoodies now too. Like he's. It was controlled. He held his finish. Yeah. Like yeah, if that, that's honestly is about as good a form as you can have on a club throw. So. <laughs> big props to Tyrrell there. 
he's even throwing his clubs when he's like in contentions. <laughs> we may get yeah. some fireworks if he actually plays bad enough to miss or to be like a worse finish. So <laughs> that's All like right, Tyrell Haddon worse finish. What's up? It's like Hideki stick. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we'll get let's get to our one big thing. And we'll get out of here. So uh, you know, our theme for the whole time is we've said it at the beginning of the podcast. We're waiting for the Masters, getting ready for that, counting the days down, counting the hours down. Um, we're our, the big hat is back this week. Tiger Woods uh, back in contention. And I don't know. I, I guess my question is, what do you expect out of him? What do you expect to see uh, as he kind of preps for the Masters? And, and what kind of what, do, what does he need to work on? And, and, and just all that good stuff. What, what are you expecting out of Tiger for the next coming weeks? I'm really not expecting a whole lot. I know he's got everything's geared towards the Masters with him because, you know, majors are what he's trying to take down. But uh, it's, man, I just, I think his time to be that dominant guy has passed. Not, not saying he won't play well, but there's there's too many dudes in this field right now that are playing better golf. So until he does it, I'm not going to expect anything from him. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. This is a good. I mean, obviously, this is his tournament. So, it, but it's a he's good, won it five times or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So he's he's had good success here. Um, you know, he's. I'm. I, I guess because it's a four round tournament, like there's no pressure. Like even if he plays poorly the first couple of rounds, he's not going to miss the cut. He's going to be able to play four tournament rounds of golf. Um, you know, make sure his health's good, all that good stuff. Next week's the Bermuda Championship. He's not going to play in that. I doubt that he plays in Houston, but he may. Um, just to get, I, I would imagine he's probably going to get to Augusta early. So this is probably the only the only prep tournament we're going to see out of him before uh, he has to Augusta uh, the second week of November. Um, but so, I, yeah, I'm in the same boat though. I don't expect too much out of him. Uh, you know, he hasn't played in. Oh God, I don't think he's played in the tournament since since the U.S. Open. Uh, uh, that was a little over. I was about four weeks ago. So it's been about about a month. You know, we haven't seen him. We don't know kind of how he's hitting it. We don't know. Um, I, I'm assuming he's been getting everything in gear and worked on working on things and tightening everything up. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, is he hitting his driver? Well, um, and, and more importantly, I guess how he's putting, because if he's putting well, he's going to have a chance in Augusta. He always does. And that's the reason he's won so many masters. Um, Cause he's one of the greatest putters of all time. So yeah, I'm in the same boat. Well, I don't expect too much out of him, but it'll, it'll be, obviously it's going to be fun to watch. We got a, we had a good crowd this week. Good, good field. Um, beautiful course. So can't complain. Going to be another, another great week of uh, golf on the PGA Tour, man. All right, anything else you have to add before we get out of here? I'm ready to roll, man. Big Stick Golf, be sure to get uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll get our bet, betting picks out. Uh, always trying to make people some money, and that is what we're going to be doing uh, before the tournament starts. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, of course, As always, we appreciate everyone listening in. We'll be back next week uh, kind of recapping this tournament and getting you ready for the Bermuda Championship. Uh, besides uh, that, uh, that's it for us. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Big Stick Golf Podcast. I mean, the crowd was unbelievable. We should see the best players in the world. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I wish we could play in front of crowds like this, you know, every single week. Until next time, take care. I don't-